0: This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal.
1: This is Steve Teal with Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm so excited. We're talking to my son. This is part two. Of my interview with him, he is 23 years old, been in the mission field for four years straight out of high school, doing incredible things with YWAM Youth with a Mission. So I just want to catch you up to date as we jump into part two of this interview with my son, David Teal. Can you? Yeah. I know it's been a while, but can you just yeah, it's been a while? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: been a while. Yeah. Can
1: you kind of just draw back on your memory to tell us about? Um, I know what well, I remember is there's. Prisoners in different colored mm. suits, and depending on what they're wearing, is mm-hmm. how long they were in prison. Or you're preaching to some pretty hardened convicts, yeah. You would think, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, and you were like 19 years old, dude, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. 20 at that point, I was but at that point. that's yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, you're in a Ugandan prison preaching Christ, yeah. It's no big deal to you. You're like, Yeah, but it's 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 weird
2: saying this, but like it it wasn't, it It just wasn't, it wasn't me though. Like it it, it didn't feel like it was out of my strength or my ability at all, but it was just out of like the overflow of my new discovered relationship with God. So even going into it, then I I felt, I felt nervous, but also I just felt like, Oh no, but God is just so, so in this Um, that. Yeah, we're we're blessed that the we have connections in the prison so that we're allowed to come and get to mm-hmm. bless them and uh we're just yeah there to to be a blessing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I the 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 prison. I I was thinking about this the, the other day. I, I yeah. think there was like uh we we were walking in into this this prison, which we, we went to a couple different prisons. Okay. One one time we went to uh Uh, a women's prison and this time was uh, a men's prison uh and we're walking in and our our contact who worked with YWAM but uh also had been in relationship with this prison for I think a couple years probably maybe even longer I don't know um he was basically just briefing us of okay what's going to happen what what is it going to look like and for some reason, we weren't being briefed until we were walking in. Which, uh, <laughs> looking back at it, is kind of funny. But yeah, that uh, is funny. he was just explaining something like, now yeah, you're you're going to see like men in, in three colored, three different colors of suits, basically." Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I, I don't remember the colors, but it might have been like yellow, green, and orange or something, yeah. something like that. And, basically just each suit represents like how long their sentence was so maybe it was that yellow was like uh one to five years uh green was then six to fifteen and then uh the last one was then like they're serving life in prison so i don't Uh, know 15 plus or or something like that um and he was like and but like, don't, don't let that fear you. Like, uh, but just like, that's why you see different colors and, uh, different things like that. And he was like, we're, we're going to walk into this prison and, uh, it's a, just a big, a big courtyard and there's like a, a tiny soccer field. And then you'll just see this, this huge, huge tree. And, uh, basically we're just going to yeah host this, this uh, meeting, this gathering <laughs> under under this big tree, and which is tree. which is just so cool. It's a it's a yeah. beautiful tree, and uh. we still had a little pulpit like uh, just sitting right there, and then we just had rows of of benches benches where yeah. then the yeah the men would then sit in yeah, um, and it 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 was it was cool. Uh, it's it's funny because like uh, as as we got there, we were just talking to some prisoners and i don't know we we're just uh talking about the soccer field or something and they're even saying like oh yeah and we're always divided in our teams based on the colors of our suits because that is just <laughs> it makes practical sense. It makes sense <laughs> oh yeah and so he was saying something like oh. oh yeah and the the yellows we call like uh the brazilians because the brazilian soccer team is always in like a, a yellow top basically right, right. and i for me that just felt like really comforting in a way, where just growing up, watching soccer and then just seeing like these are yeah, yeah just just brothers like they're just yeah. just guys they're just yeah. just people um, yeah. and they're they're coming to us the they didn't have to come it was optional right. but they're coming to yeah this gathering just because mm. they're hungry for the Lord and yeah. uh, it was it was cool we we got there and we had yeah, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes of praise and worship. And that yeah. was just the the coolest, uh, like the, the coolest, I don't know, the most alive atmosphere that yeah. I've been a part of in any church right. event right. at all. Like it was just the most like uh, genuine, I felt like, uh, the worship was in the atmosphere, and it was it was so cool, like yeah, uh, yeah. so different, of course, from like uh your normal like American worship set with yeah. elevation or a <laughs> right. uh, song or whatever, but they they had like five dudes on different drums, and then they had like yeah like oh i don 't even know how to explain it, I should You're look up what it 's called, that? no okay. but like they had like this thing that I want to like explain that it was almost a guitar, but okay. not at all. Okay. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was like on the ground. It had a, bit, a big box and then this huge like pole coming out of it and then strings coming down. So like almost guitar, okay. almost harp. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. it was like a, a cool like deep bass sounding instrument. And yeah. I've never seen the instrument again, but they had like three of those just working working together and then the the drums. And it was just... I mean, it really just felt so alive. Yeah. Everybody was just singing from what felt like a deep uh, heart of reverence or, yeah. A, uh, yeah, just personal intimacy with the Lord, uh, which then I, I knew I was going to preach. Uh, one of my teammates was going to give just like a 10, 15-minute testimony, and then I was going to preach for, wow, like, I don't know, 30, 30, 40 minutes or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe longer with the uh, the translation, translation but yeah. uh so then as the worship was going then I just felt just yeah, just so so calm in in the presence of God cuz that's just when I realized like I I don't have to be nervous about like how I come off like yeah. I don't have to be nervous about like oh will they accept me uh just a foreigner who's then coming in or like I, I, I could just drop my insecurities a bit because I just felt so much uh, God's presence and in, in the atmosphere. Yeah, um, wow. And so then I just wanted to, yeah, it was it was my joy to then take take part in that. It was my joy then to just get to share That's something good. that That's good. that I was learning. So, yeah. So then my friend gave testimony, and then. I I was I was preaching a lot of fun. It was translated into two other languages, so it was just so funny. Like I had a guy on my left, a guy on my right, and they had their Bibles in their uh, language, and so I would say whatever sentence, and then yeah. one guy would quickly say it, then another guy quickly say it, then me, and then yeah. just constantly <laughs> like that. But the it was it was really cool. Just the uh, yeah guys on on the benches were just were just so so in it they yeah, were just yeah. Uh, yeah just so present in what what God was was saying uh at that that gathering so it was it was really really cool that's amazing
1: that's amazing do you remember yeah. what you kind of preached on uh, i'm not going to ask you to preach again but do you remember <laughs> yeah i not really okay. i i
2: yeah i think uh i think it was something about like uh trusting in the promises of God, Mm. because I I remember using uh, Numbers 13, where then Israel sends the 12 spies into uh, the land of Canaan, where you have Caleb and Joshua who are all for it, but then the rest of the spies are saying, no, no way, and of course Caleb and Joshua then are remembering God's promise. I mean, they're they're Mm. seeing the the Mm. giants that are in the land, but they're remembering God's promise, so... Uh, I was yeah sharing something about trusting in in god 's promise, and um, yeah, I think I also use it 's good uh, David and Goliath, how David was the one to trust in the faithfulness of God, Meanwhile, the rest of the army of Israel yeah. is standing there, but you have the shepherd boy who 's right. remembering it, so it 's something something about that that 's awesome
1: yeah. that is awesome all right let 's um Let's get back to SBS. And you decided, you mentioned earlier, you decided, hey, well, I want to know more about the character of God. I want to go deeper or whatever. Um, uh, So tell us what SBS actually is uh, as far as the nine or 10 months and what y'all do during that time. Then we can go in deeper. Yeah. So uh,
2: SBS is, uh, it's a nine to 10 month school and it depends on the location. Our Location then in Amsterdam is uh, almost 10 months. Yeah. Um, and it's it's basically <clears throat> 10 months of just getting to, yeah, study the Bible, uh, yeah, in detail. And <laughs> at say. the same time, also getting to study the historical context of when the Bible was taking place. Um, and so you're, it goes through the whole Bible, um, which uh, you—, you for me, like when I heard 10 months and was like, oh, great, studying the Bible for 10 months, that is a long time. Yeah. Uh, it felt like, yeah, that's, that's a lot of time. But then when you start to go through the Bible, you just realize, oh, my goodness, this is never going to be enough time because <laughs> there's just uh, so much in it, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a 10-month program, and you're going through each book of the Bible um, where, yeah, you'll probably read through the book. Uh, at least five times, depending on the study, or also sometimes the student, you could probably even go up to like eight times. Crazy! So, by the end of SBS, you'll uh read the, the Bible probably five to at least something, some the very some books, least eight, five eight times. Yeah, 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 that's wild. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then of course, also getting to study and have classes on the historical context, then right. you get to. Bring those two things together, which then uh just brings that much more out of the book it's uh yeah pretty pretty special and so in yeah. in s b s you do what is called the inductive Bible study, and so okay. that's uh basically this is just like the uh the thought process that we try to train the students in is to first look at okay what is what is the text saying? And then the second step is understanding, okay, what would this have meant to them mm. in the original context? What, how, would, how would they have reacted to, I don't know, what Paul is saying? How yeah. would this have changed their lives? Um, that's the second step. And then the third step is uh, where we try to bring it to us today, where we try to think, okay, well, how can we also yeah. then live this out? How can we uh, then yeah, just get to carry out the same principle that they're learning then? How can we okay. then do that? today. So that's um, kind of the application part? That's application. Bridging. Okay. Yeah. So the three steps are like mm. the first one is observation, understand mm. what's, yeah, seeing what is being said. The yeah. second is interpretation of like, all right, trying to understand, yeah. you know, what would this have meant to them? How would they have reacted? What would this have taught them? And then the third is application
1: where we try to, yeah, apply this to our lives. This yeah. is a great – I mean, this is a great education. That's where I'm saying – I mean, because we're talking about the Bible, mm-hmm. and we're not just talking about just reading on your own and just, oh, you know, that was really cool. And I read through the Bible, but I don't really understand it anymore. You guys are doing a deep, deep dive, mm-hmm. nine, ten months and to read the Bible and study the Bible. It's I mean, through five times. Mm-hmm. And that blows me away. That's why I said, I mean, I love my education and I loved I got to go to grad school too. But, man, what you've gotten, uh, Just if you would just done that, I mean, that would just be amazing. But then there's there's more, of course. Yeah. So was it – once you got in there and you're like – I mean, it sounds like, oh, 10 months, that's some time. Uh-huh. And then you get into – and it's pretty – I mean, yeah. it's not pretty. I can't even say pretty. It's intense, right?
2: Yeah. It's intense, yeah. Yeah, most – uh <clears throat> Yeah, most students, like your work week will be 40 to 60 hours, um, where uh, in a week we'll often have um, probably like three to four um, lectures in the week. A lecture okay. will be three hours long, so that will often be nine to nine to 12 hours, some weeks more, some weeks less. Um, and then the rest of the time is when the students go through uh, their assignment, where that's doing the whole process of yeah. – for them studying the the culture. So then they write kind of a report on what would have been the the culture of yeah. that book, or if it's a letter, like the letter to the Philippians, then they're doing research on the city of Philippi and trying to understand, okay, how would yeah. Philippi, how would that have been different to uh, the culture in Corinth and the Corinthian yeah. church? And so then it's really trying to understand the original reader as uh, as well as possible. Um, and then they are going through the book and uh, yeah, they have five different reads um, and each time they'll focus on a different thing. So maybe one time they're focusing on like kind of the bigger theme of the book. What is, what is the big picture? And then the mm-hmm. second read, maybe they'll uh, go really into the details and try to understand, okay, what is Paul saying? Or uh I don't know, in the Old Testament, what are these laws saying? And yeah. so it's really going into details. And, uh, yeah, in those five reads, each time they're looking something different. Something different. Yeah, something different.
1: Yeah. 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 So um, that time through, uh, so this is kind of just looking at it in basic ways, your second year of, of mission work basically. Mm-hmm. So um, how did it for you, I mean, just during that time, I mean, what do you look back and say, yeah, it really did help me because A, B, or C, I mean mm-hmm. – how did it help you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, uh I think, kind of what I was saying earlier about my my understanding yeah. of God or not, or my misunderstanding of, yeah, who he is in the mm. Old Testament, New Testament. I think that's really, really what changed the the most. That's where I really got to see. Like, first, first, we study the the New Testament because it, it it helps since we are very familiar with the idea of jesus if you're a christian and so we'll we'll go through the new testament for me that was uh really cool just because that's when i just got to see the the sweetness of of Mm. jesus and really get to see how how radical he really was at the same time also calling us to live set apart and uh, be a light in the darkness uh and that yeah was really really cool um time but then as we started to go through the old testament that's when like once again it felt like an entire new flip of just my my understanding of uh yeah god's faithfulness and god's gentleness and patience as you're going through uh like the first five books of the bible genesis exodus uh numbers leviticus deuteronomy um Then, like, really, you just see the gentleness of Mm. God as He is constantly remaining faithful to uh, creation, to Mm. Adam, Eve, to Abraham, to the Israelites. He is just constantly remaining faithful despite the amount of times that they are living faithless. They're just constantly running away. Still, God is uh, seeking reconciliation and. Uh, he is just enduring their faithlessness, and that's just out of the goodness of His heart. And I think for me, that's where those things really, those switches started to yeah. Yeah, be be switched. Uh, those lights were being lit, and mm. then I got to see, oh, yeah, God is, is just so, so good, and He is constantly seeking reconciliation. And that's mm. where I started to really see, like, oh, man, this is... This is also Jesus. This is just mm. the exact same oh. the exact same heart, the exact same ministry, the yeah. exact same mission it 's just it is just the same. Wow, and I think for me, even uh, a cool moment was then seeing in in deuteronomy uh, in the last the last couple chapters, like chapters twenty seven to to thirty one which uh, the book of Deuteronomy is super cool artifact that we Carry around so so casually, mm. because it is literally a, a covenant between israel and and god mm. um uh, it 's written in the exact same form format as treaties would have been written in those days between two two nations yeah. uh, wow and so it's it 's really what Israel had as like physical proof of, yeah, this is the covenant we wow. we have with god yeah. um, and so then, as in the the last couple chapters. Uh, you have like the, the blessings and the curses. If yeah. if you follow uh, the law and look to honor me, then you will be blessed. But if you're right. living for yourself, if you're doing this, if you're not caring for the poor, if you're not doing this, yeah. then you will be cursed and these things will will come upon you, uh, which the blessings and curses is a normal thing for treaties in those days. Wow. That was in every, every treaty, okay. really. Uh, but then what was so so cool for me then i i forget if it's deuteronomy 30 or or 31 but basically then god says after after you reject me and you do mm. all these evil things and these curses mm. come upon you after you do i mean after there's just uh mm-hmm. so much heartbreak for for god then he says when you turn back to me, then I will restore you just as your forefathers, wow. and I will look to bless you. And I think for me, that's mm. when I really just saw, like, this is exactly the the prodigal son, the exact yeah. same thing where yeah. uh, wow. you just have God, Jesus. I mean, it's just sharing how, Dang. like, even after being rejected, still the father is they're looking to wow. bless and looking to restore the the sun or looking to restore Israel. And I think that was a big, a big switch when just getting to see, oh my goodness, this is just yeah. the the goodness of like the what I felt like the cool <laughs> hippie right. Jesus in the New Testament. It's the same heart of uh just grace and forgiveness and reconciliation yeah. as we see God is promising to
1: the Israelites and in the Old Testament. Dang, that connection that you made with that passage and with the prodigal son, because the prodigal son is like the picture, if you're going to paint one yeah. picture of Jesus' love and grace and mercy, yeah. and to make that connection, I've never made that connection. I yeah. mean, and I've read that passage recently yeah. in Deuteronomy, so that's that is so cool. Yeah. All right is there any other like little connection points? Because the reason I ask, and you can drink water if you want for a second. (laughs) The reason I ask is because the old Testament, new Testament thing still, you know, comes up. There's people probably listening today and maybe that helps somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, and and I know that's an easy thing for non-Christians who maybe aren't even really seeking God, but are just yeah. like, ah, the Old Testament God is such a jerk. He's so mean. Yeah. Is there anything else that, that like, helped you or that you could relay to somebody listening? Yeah, I think— Because that was powerful.
2: Uh, yeah, I think for me, then, another uh, cool thing is then when we started to go into the prophets, the prophetic okay. books. yeah. Um, which— I, at least for me growing up, it seems so scary because so much <laughs> of, of the books feel condemning, or yeah. I think especially when you don't read the books and the context of sure. who it, the Isra- Israelites were in those days, then it can feel like God is just being yeah, very harsh or unforgiving. Yeah. At least that's how I was growing up. Um, but then like... Uh, yeah, as we went through the, the prophets and as we got to study, like, okay, what was Israel or Judah like in those days? And you yeah. really got to see, like, oh, they were just living in, in pure selfishness and and pride, really, yeah. uh, over a span of 300, 400 years. Yeah. Um, and then you're reading the prophets in that context, and you're getting to see uh, really, yeah, so much... So much of the prophets, especially uh, like you 'll see in um, Amos or uh, Hosea or uh, Isaiah or jeremiah yeah. um, you 'll really see like what god is is judging is uh, just israel or judah 's pride, mm. and uh, Israel and Judah just took so much pride in uh, them being. The people of God, mm. them being the chosen people, and just uh, they were doing all these religious things because, oh yeah, because we're supposed to. Mm. So they they would still follow the Jewish festivals, or uh, they would still do the different religious sacrifices yeah. uh, or rituals. Um, But then when you're going through these prophets, Amos, Hosea especially, but also Jeremiah, Isaiah, and other Mm. ones as well, then uh, you really see how God is really trying to correct them because they've Mm. completely missed Mm. the plot. They've completely missed missed the point because God will, will say, like put put away your songs of worship or put away your mm. uh, religious sacrifices. I I don't care if you mm. sacrifice a thousand rams or something. He mm-hmm. says something like that. Micah six six. Uh, put away all these things because none of this means anything mm. if you aren't then showing love to your neighbor or you aren't uh, caring for the poor or the widow or the orphan or mm. sojourner. Those are four people groups that God is constantly mm. trying to. Like reach in uh, the prophets, and he's—you could just feel God's mm. uh, heart being broken as Israel or Judah is taking so much pride and, oh, but we are the chosen people of God, and we're worshiping you and thinking because we're the chosen people of God, we can't do any wrong, really. Yeah. And meanwhile, God is just saying you've completely—you've completely missed it because if—if yeah. if you're singing how I like, then put it in, yeah. To my context, it's like if you're going to church and uh, you're, yeah, singing all these songs, Mm -hmm. singing Bethel, who I love, or Elevation, it's great music. If you're then like, (laughs) yes, God is so good, but then the very next day, then you aren't showing love to your neighbor or uh, even like you go to a restaurant right after church and you're being rude to a waiter or something, Mm -hmm. then I, I just see Mm. how god then in the prophets is just so heartbroken Mm. he's like don't you see like Mm. uh what do i require of you but to uh yeah love yeah act walk humbly walk humbly do justice (laughs) and uh yeah live with kindness yeah uh, which is also fun, fun word because kindness then comes from Hebrew word uh, Chesed, which is so much bigger than kindness, but uh. it is like a, a relational, relational love mm. uh, that is really, yeah, wanting to do good onto others. So it's not just like, yeah, she's she's a kind person. I think yeah. when I think of kindness, it's uh, I think very watered down, like oh, they're just a kind right. person. But right. uh, yeah, Micah six eight is. Like s- such a bigger calling than mm. just being kind, but it is yeah. really to to mm. do justice, carry out justice, which right. God talks about so much in the prophets for yep. the sojourner, widow orphan um, and to then love love kindness and want to do mm. good to others, and then to walk humbly before uh before him, to walk humbly with him, yeah um, wow, and I think that really just changed my understanding of god's heart for creation as he's really really wanting to reach the individual like he's wanting his his body which in that time like uh, israel and judah that was like uh his representation on earth they were called to be a kingdom of priests and so then god is wanting to use them to bless bless others but they just completely completely lost hold of that because they're yeah, just starting to live mm. with so much pride and wanting to do what is best for them when God is saying that is, none of that matters. Your songs, yeah. your praise, whatever, doesn't matter yeah. if you aren't then loving uh, your neighbor right right next to you. Right, um, And I think that was really cool. Mm. Um, but then what was even cooler for me then yeah. to then go read uh, the Gospels or go read Luke specifically, mm-hmm. which I think... Uh, Luke, as an author, then, is highlighting uh, even more how Jesus is there for the sinner and therefore the lost and therefore the least in society mm-hmm. and that 's why you see he 's uh, going to all these different uh, yeah people in uh, Israel who are cast off in society mm-hmm. um, and Jesus is there wanting to seek them he is there to love them and for me then just as god was telling uh judah or israel like i i don't care about your worship if you aren't caring for those people next to you now this is what i felt like was jesus and god then doing exactly what god was asking them to do so is god now uh yeah on earth then showing like, yeah, this is how you are to love your neighbor. And so for me, then it just felt like exactly what God was calling them to do. Then he took on to his own shoulders to then lead us in uh, getting to to do to our neighbors. Um, So for me, that just connected like, oh, yeah, this is just... The same, same heart, same mission. Same heart, yeah.
1: Wow, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Take some water. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I want to. I want to talk then about you going to staff, and we'll yeah. take. We'll take like seven minutes. We'll get to sixty minutes. So, um, but talk to me then. So you finish SBS. Uh, it's powerful. That everything you just shared with us was really strong. Really good. And then you've got a decision to make somewhere Mm -hmm. along that of do I stay in YWAM and actually become staff or do I go back to the States or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to go into big detail, but tell us basically what happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, ultimately just as I was going through uh, the Bible and just being what felt like completely – change again <laughs> yeah. by, uh, just the goodness of God. That's really when I felt like, oh man, I would just love to be able to help others, uh, find that same peace and joy in God and in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, because I had just discovered so much more joy. I wanted to help others then discover that same, that yeah, same joy. That's cool. And, uh, it's uh, it's really cool because those who are on staff for uh, SBS School of Biblical Studies, then really their primary role is just getting to act as a shepherd uh, yeah. to the students. So, um, so when I was a student, we had twenty two or twenty three students, um, and then we had uh, six or seven staff, maybe, okay. and then like each of the staff then would be assigned. Uh, whatever, then like three students each uh, over a span of six weeks, and they would just walk with those students. Mm. So as the students are studying uh, these different books, as they're studying maybe the letters uh, in the New Testament or uh, books in the Old Testament, then the the staff are really there to yeah, challenge them of getting to help them understand, okay, what is this book yeah. really about? And, also challenge them and also thinking, okay, but how how can you live this out? What are you learning, and how can you then, yeah, really carry this to to your neighbor? And yeah. So they're they're just there not to act as a therapist or anything, right. Uh, right. but just really get to partner with the individual and get to help them uh, yeah. just discover more of God and get to help them grow, basically. And I think uh, my heart is, uh, yeah. I, I really love just getting to see um the individual. Like I, I love getting to know know people and that's not yeah. just like introducing myself. I right saying, Oh hi, I'm I'm David, but more so getting to really understand like, okay, but who, who are they? What drives yeah. them or um yeah, what are what are their gifts or but also like, oh, but where what are they struggling with uh in their yeah. relationship with God? Yeah. How how is God wanting to help them find peace or or freedom? And so, um, for me, it just felt kind of the the perfect place to be. As I just felt, yeah, just I was so so yeah. in love with God and His yeah. uh, testimony in, in the Bible, and at the same time, wanting to, yeah, just love in, yeah. individuals uh, and just get to walk with them. So it felt
1: like the perfect perfect place to to be. Um, yeah, So that's – I mean, that's what you did. So your year, year one was DTS, mm-hmm. Harpenden, missions in Uganda. Um, and then year two is SBS in Amsterdam. Uh-huh. And then during that time, you decide, well, I'd like to shepherd and help the mm-hmm. next people that are coming through. So s- for year three, you join the staff. And that's mm-hmm. when you become a missionary that is raising support to mm-hmm. help you to – accomplish your mission and live and eat food and things like that (laughs) um so that is so let's see i'm losing track now so you do that and it goes well you shepherd and everything Mm -hmm. and that was kind of like a two-year commitment Mm -hmm. basically yeah um not that i mean life can get in the way or whatever but you had a two-year commitment you go back this year Um, it's going well and everything. Right. Mm, And then tell us about your new opportunity, if you would. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you said, I've been staffed for the last, the last two years. Um, I've had a super, super cool, uh, yeah, leader the last the last three years, two years as a staff and one year as a student. And What's his name again? His name is Lawrence, uh, which the Dutch way then is pronounced Laudens. Oh, um, but okay, he's uh, he's okay with being called Lawrence, and that's okay. very international. Okay, organization. So often you'll just be called, yeah, Lawrence probably. Okay, um, and he's uh, yeah, just super super cool. Has beautiful heart for the yeah. Bible, has such an a- academic brain. It's uh, beautiful and then also has a beautiful heart for uh, people. Um, but then, unfortunately, then uh, next year, then he's, uh, well, it's exciting for him and his wife yeah. as uh, they're then yeah stepping back from YWAM, and she's gone uh, a really cool job with uh, uh, a Christian media organization in the netherlands basically okay um that has tv and she's working as like uh as an assistant to producers and the the broadcast basically and she's working her way up to becoming a producer for some of these shows and so that's really exciting opportunity but then also because of that they're having to move move away from from amsterdam uh so then unfortunately then for us then he's having to to step down uh as being one of the the leaders for for the school so then because of that then uh actually then myself and two of my colleagues or co-workers whatever uh who also happen to be two of my closest friends yeah that's awesome uh, we're now Uh, stepping up and leading the school together, yeah, uh, which is really, really exciting. It's It's going to be a lot of fun. super exciting. Oh,
1: my gosh. That's a big deal, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. That's crazy. So what's fun about it so far? I mean, that was a big decision. Like, you guys could have decided, like, okay, I mean, you had to step up or maybe that school just – and there's plenty of SBSs around Uh the world. Yeah. But it kind of could have just – disbanded or whatever yeah yeah so that's a big prayer decision and it sounds i know you you're a team guy so you and your your teammates are really praying about it and did it become pretty clear pretty quick that yeah
2: i think uh we had about uh, a month to really pray about it okay uh and seek uh where we felt like god was leading us as individuals but then also we we did want to do it as as a team because we yeah, we trust that God is also speaking to yeah. all of us, and uh, God is just a heart for community and, and uh, fellowship. So we wanted to also seek it together, um, and I think yeah, we had a month to pray, but I, I think in the already after a week or a week and a half, then we were already just talking about it and just felt so much, so much excitement wow. for the, uh, yeah, possibilities. Uh, or yeah just what the school can can look like yeah. uh the next the next couple of years if we then uh stepped into leadership um yeah so we we just felt felt a a peace yeah. and also yeah. i think even more than peace like it was just uh uh, an overwhelming feeling of excitement of just, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, God
1: can do something cool, cool yeah. out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. All right. And I know the marksman's been putting pictures up of you, like you have guest lectures that come in, but you also get to lecture. And I have in front of me, and for the next hour, I'm going to read this to our viewers. Just kidding. <laughs> um, You're uh, amazing. Writing document on Ephesians, which I've only got to read a few pages, but it's fantastic, I mean it's so dang good, so this is something <laughs> you lectured on, yes,
2: yeah, 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 it is yeah yeah, so i i've I've taught a couple couple books. Uh, oh, I got to read this part last year. <laughs> last you year, talk, I, you talk. I, I taught you the read. the book of Ruth, which was just a one one day lecture, so three hours on the book of Ruth. Uh, yeah, which was a cool experience because when I first studied Ruth as a student, I was like, yeah, it's it's cool, but uh, yeah, didn't necessarily change my life. But then, when going to study uh, the book now as 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 I was going to teach it, yeah. then that's really when. Boom! I just really felt, yeah, blessed by the book of Ruth because it is just filled with so much beauty. And then also, then this wow. year I also taught uh, Ephesians. Then actually was um, a week of lectures. So I think I, I taught I taught four four and a half days basically. Yeah. Uh, but it was also one of the one of the first weeks in the school. Uh, so you're, you're teaching the book, but then you're also teaching the students the method of how are we studying and yeah. what, what should homework look like and why do we do these different steps in the homework? How does that build on yeah. Uh, yeah, one on top of the other? And so, yeah, it was four and a half days of teaching. Probably half was on Ephesians itself and then half on, uh, yeah, the assignment, the homework.
1: And what did we decide? You wound up basically, though, doing a lecture, I mean, on Ephesians yeah. for – like twenty five hours or something. It's, it's a lot. Twenty to yeah. thirty hours. Something. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Dang man, you're yeah. you're an expert on Ephesians. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I I love the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Anything else I want to just share with people just as you're – I don't remember how long this commitment is, and I don't want you to say in case it's so long that your mother falls over fainting. (laughs) But um, I think it's at least a couple of years that you're committed to Uh um, co-leading or whatever, being a part of uh, this – I mean co-leading SBS in Amsterdam. Um, maybe somebody is listening though and, or watching one of our relatives or friends and they're like, wow, I didn't realize Mm -hmm. David was doing this. I would like to be on his support team. Uh I know we always say, and we always mean it, (laughs) pray, you know, pray for all those things. And you can talk about that. But also, um, I happen to know that financial support is also a way that people can be on your team. Mm -hmm. So, um, do they need to email you? What, how do they get in contact with you? Yeah,
2: yeah. Then uh, the easiest thing is then to email me at davidteomissions at gmail dot com. Right. Um, that's the easiest. Yeah. Uh, also because I I have to switch phone numbers quite right, often right. than
1: going to the Netherlands and stuff.
2: So that's that's the easiest. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: All right. Well, I just want to encourage anybody, um, and then I'll let you kind of just wrap up if there's anything else you want to say, but I just want to encourage anybody that is listening that God is moving on your heart, and maybe God is saying, oh, man, my, my kid or my grandson or my granddaughter should really go to YWAM and do this DTS thing, or maybe someone's listening that's gone through um, DTS, and they're like, man, I'm I'm ready for SBS, um, and maybe somebody is, you know, just hearing God is just saying, man, you need to be a part of uh, David's team. And through prayer and through financial support and your generosity, it makes it happen. I'm so excited. Um, I'm on your finance team or whatever. I'm on your support team. Um, I'm excited, man. I could not be more proud of who you are and what God has called you to do. And you are doing it. You're responding, and lives are being transformed literally around the world because you are working with international people, and then they're going to wherever they're going, wherever God calls them next, whether it's to home or to more missions. um, You are impacting people around this world. And one of um, my passion, God's Word and God's heart, and you're communicating that in such a powerful way. And when we are connected to God's Word and God's heart like that, we can't help but the light goes into darkness and his word comes out through our actions and through our heart and our attitudes and all of it. So what you're doing is just incredible. I mean, real, I could not be more proud of you, Thank you. Um, if you were starting for Liverpool. I could not be, I mean, that'd be cool. Don't get me wrong. I could not be, be more cool. proud. It would be pretty cool. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> but really, I could not be more proud of you. And I just love the gifts and talents and that God has given you. And the way you've communicated today is just, wow. I just want to hear more. I mean, we want – I know every time you like lecture, we're like, hey, can we hear those lectures? And we're serious. Where are those lectures? Like, we want those lectures. Um, and we'll talk about that yeah, all fair. we'll talk about it. Anything else you just want to, like, finish off or a thought that God's put on your heart or encouragement for somebody uh, or just anything? No, I, I
2: think just I, I'd say uh, – yeah y y y m is just such a a cool mm. cool organization and uh d t s is an amazing experience and the yeah the closest comparison i uh think of is like uh if maybe you've gone to like a a summer <laughs> summer camp yeah. uh, uh like a summer christian camp or something where yeah maybe you just feel the love of god and yeah you're just on fire, and or maybe you've seen like your child go to a summer camp and come back changed or or different. Yeah. I I just say like DTS Discipleship Training School is basically a six months like summer camp. Man, who doesn't want to go to summer camp for six months? Just amazing because yeah. it's it's the same same idea of just getting to yeah reach the individual, but then also get to train them of yeah, yeah. how how can you. Uh, reach others basically yeah um so if if you're uh yeah someone in high school or college or uh it's also not just for right. uh 18 year olds or uh people in their 20s but also also older then yeah really think yeah. about it uh maybe you haven't even gone to a summer camp in 20 years but yeah uh it's it's really uh just a a cool cool experience of getting to yeah really meet meet god so it's uh yeah I awesome. just really encourage anyone that if they're yeah feeling like they don't know what is next or yeah
1: feel like they're stuck or something uh then yeah pray
2: pray about it for sure. That's awesome.
1: Any shout outs you want to give to your SBS people or anything? <laughs> or are you afraid like me that you'd forget somebody? <laughs> oh, I yeah, I I wouldn't know where to start. Okay. Yeah. You got a pretty special team though.
2: I have a, a pretty pretty special team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Awesome. All right, anything else? No. No. Man, dude. Else. That was awesome. That, that was, was awesome. Fun. We went um a little longer than I told you we would. You know, and I should have good. warned you
2: because I, I have been in situations where I'm told I'm supposed to talk for like five minutes or something. But then I, I, I end up going quite Like quite father, long. like son. Yes. Yeah. So when you told me maybe 25, 30 minutes,
1: I, I knew right then that was oh. not possible. Oh, okay. So. That's cool. It is possible, yeah. but I prefer to have people feel like. Because to a yeah. lot of people, 25 minutes sounds long. Yeah. And it's – yeah. It's, not for it, this. Yeah. It's not for this. But um, I'd rather like start with that idea. And then if we wind up talking in an hour and 10 minutes, beautiful. Yeah. If we talk 35 minutes, beautiful. But – uh, I know people get – sometimes they get a little bit nervous like, oh, man, 25 minutes. How am I supposed to talk about that? But you were yeah. not. I did not know that. You were not nervous <laughs> about that at all. It was awesome. Yeah, It was thanks. really yeah. awesome, man. What, what fun. What fun. What fun. All right. Um, so you've got his email address. Thank you, Marksman, for doing such a fantastic job. Um, David marksman. Teal, missions. Yeah. He's the Marksman. He likes to be anonymous. Um and so came up with the perfect nickname for the guy Mark's who hits man. the target every oh, time. Oh, yes,
2: snipers hide. Yeah. And oh, Mark is cool. Mark <laughs> yeah. is
1: yeah. Mark is very cool. So anyway, thank you again. You just do such great job uh, for us and for all the shows that you do for KSLR and K Loop everything up here. So just thank you. And uh, I just want to remind our our listeners, um, this, the reason that we're called as you can see my signs behind us. <sighs> Long story short, long story, uh, didn't get the signs back from our big shindig we had last uh, this past Sunday night. Incredible! If, if anybody who was there um, is watching or wasn't able to make it, whatever, I just I want to say thank you uh, for supporting Very Bold, and we just had a blast. David got to speak. Um, we busted out some scraps, um, and uh, we talked about peanut butter bowl and everything going on. Talked about our coaches, minister. It's so much fun. And uh, just a blast just to share that. So the reason we're called Very Bold is because we want to live in the light of God's love and God's character and God's heart and just realizing the grace that he really has for us. And I love just the connection of he had that same grace, I mean, really, for Adam and Eve. And he had that same grace for Abraham and the same grace for Moses. And it just goes on and on. So I just love the connections you made. And when we can live in the light of that and just knowing when that light switch or that connection is made that I'm loved, I'm loved by Jesus, I'm loved by God the Father. He's not just there to smite me or strike me down or to make me feel terrible. He loves me and he loves you. And when we're just walking the light of that, we just realize the great hope that we have. And it talks about in the New Testament just the unfading glory of the power of the spirit that lives within us, resides within us, abides in us, and guides us and loves us and is there for us. And with that, that's just an unfading glory. It's from glory to glory. And so the Apostle Paul wrote, and this is why we're very bold ministries, very bold radio and podcasts, very bold athletes, very bold coaches, very bold scrapping, very bold all of it, because that great hope that we have. This is what the Apostle Paul wrote. And you can email me right here to steve at verybold.com. Uh, he wrote this, therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very
0: Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to verybold.com for information and updates and email steve at verybold.com.